You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. In this podcast, you'll hear insider tips to sidestep stress and walk into your wedding season feeling educated, confident, and empowered to discover your bridal vibe and wear it with style. Hey, Lacey, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited about this conversation. I feel like you have all these nuggets of truth. So yes, thank you for having me. I I love sharing all about wedding planning, what I do, the importance of it. And so it's just super fun to connect with people that do different jobs in the industry. So I am honored to be here. And how many times have you seen the movie, The Wedding Planner? Fun fact, zero times. (gasps) It's something everybody asks. Everybody asks me, they're like, oh, so you obviously have like obsessed over the wedding planner, right? And I'm like, no, I have literally never seen it. I've never. I I like. (laughs) I need to go watch it. My mind is blown. Seriously. I I think maybe when I was like um, 12 or 13, had it like memorized. Like it was the, um, it was the movie, like my best friend at the time, Victoria and I, we would like have sleepovers and watch that movie all oh the time. God. And I feel like it, like, to some extent, like made me who I am. <laughs> like, it was very that is <laughs> impactful. I so, <laughs> okay. I need to go watch it. It's on my, to-do Oh my list. goodness. Yes. I mean, I'll it's probably it. like cringy now because you know, that was like late nineties. So <laughs> it definitely like fit in at that era, but probably now there's some moments where you're like, Oh, that's not cool. But yeah, yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. JLo just was quite the inspiration. It's for me. It is JLo. Like she never goes out of style. So, okay. Oh, so if good. the wedding planner didn't, um, inspire you, uh, what did, and I know that like you, you started your business as you were, you had like maybe another job. And if you're able to talk about that and that transition, Mm -hmm. I'm just really excited to hear the story behind what you became. (laughs) Oh yes. How Evergreen Weddings was born. Um, yeah. So I got married in 2018 and, and I guess you could say like my whole life, I've been really passionate about event planning, but I didn't come out of the womb thinking that I was going to be a wedding planner. Um, <laughs> it was never this crazy dream of mine that I was building up to, but I just always really loved planning events. I was in a sorority. I did a lot of events for that. And um, so when I got married, that event planning passion kind of translated into to weddings. Um, cause I planned my own wedding. I was all about like DIY and, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't hire a day of coordinator. I didn't hire a DJ. We were trying to be all like budget savvy and I yeah. think we completely overspent. Um, and so long story short, the, the experience of not having a wedding coordinator, um, at the very least was enough to make me realize that, that my passion combined with this, this desire to allow every bride and groom the experience um, of just relaxing on their wedding day and not stressing out the way I did. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to combine that. And so I um, had a friend, Eli, getting married a few months after our wedding. And and I said, hey, dude, I know I'm coming to your wedding, but like, would you mind if maybe I coordinated it for you? And so, um, and so I was that friend that was like, Hey, let me do your wedding. (laughs) And his fiance who worked for a wedding planning company in Leavenworth, I think she was so gracious. Like she didn't know me from Adam, but she was like, sure, fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why I didn't hire one because this is what I do, but go for it. And so Long story short, I did it and and I left that day with just so much affirmation that I was really good at that. And people were like, How long have you been doing this for? And I said, 
five hours, <laughs> like not very long. And they're like, you look really happy. You should keep doing this. And so, um, you know, in the meantime, I was also working this nine to five job. I was an insurance agent. So that's super fun. <laughs> and, oh yeah. You definitely moved up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I leveled up and, and that, that job, um, replaced a job that I had lost because of budget cuts and I was about mm-hmm. to turn 26. And so I needed health insurance. And so I moved into this job kind of out of desperation and, and it, it, it truly sucked the life out of me. I was in it for about two and a half years. And so starting evergreen weddings was a little bit of a means to an end to get out of mm-hmm. that job. Um, but in 2019, I, I call it my portfolio year. So I just, mm-hmm. I got super scrappy. I posted on Facebook marketplace and I was like, <laughs> Hey guys, who needs a free day of coordinator? I'm trying to build my wow. And I think I, there was six or seven couples that messaged me and there was two of them I knew through friends. Um, and then the rest of them were just random people. And, wow. and so I walked through and so I just, I did what I thought would be a good process. And I learned so much that year. So I was doing that on top of my full-time job. And I ended up joining the Skagit Wedding Society which is mm-hmm. no longer RIP. Um, and <laughs> I did the Skagit wedding tour and learned so much through that. I booked a couple weddings from that, which was awesome. And then I have to give a shout out to Whitley with Eastwood events because she was very gracious in um, kind of inviting me into the society, letting me shadow her a couple times. And she mm-hmm. was just, just so kind and so open with and excited for me to start my business, even though people would label us competition. Um, I I just really, I loved the community that I was going to be entering into because it's so community over competition. Wow. That's so awesome. And yeah, having that person in your corner, who's like truly for you, that makes such a big difference. Yes. Oh, so this was all in, in 2019, like by the end of 2019, you had like 10 weddings under your belt that you did for free just for experience. Yeah. Just, Oh my word. That is so invaluable though. Cause that's probably what made you so good. It was, I learned so much and, and, and I was able, I don't know. I, I just felt like I was able to, to go into launching my business, um, mm-hmm. with a lot more confidence. So I, I launched, right. I, I announced to the world that evergreen weddings was a thing, um, mm-hmm. towards the end of 2019. And then I did the gadget wedding show in January of 2020. And at that point, I think I had like 13 weddings booked for the year for 2020, so I was wow. like, this is it. I'm yeah. going to quit my job. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, throwback to January 2020. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like there was so much hope and so much like new life that I felt like I had. And then and COVID hit. So like we obviously know what that looked yeah. like. Um, but yeah, I ended up quitting my job still in June of 2020, aware of wow. what was going on in the world, but also, you know, with the blind hope and... I don't know what it was that we all thought was going to happen, but we, none of us thought we would be here today, still in the middle mm-hmm. of COVID. So I thought right. that I could quit and, and still pursue the, the rest of the weddings that year, you know, cause by mm-hmm. August we'd be in phase four and we'd be reopened and. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Pandemic's <laughs> over. Right. <laughs> Just like that. Super fast. But yeah, um, I, I'm thankful that I did it anyways. Cause it, 
it, it yeah. I, 2021 was immensely successful. And oh, uh, totally. And uh, now you're like totally ready for, I'm sure you're all booked for 2022 easily. Totally booked. Yeah. Yeah. I have about 20 weddings next year and that's a little more than I wanted, but I just wow. love meeting these people and I'm like, I, I love you. I'm obsessed with you already. Like I want to be there. And so do you uh, have weekends where you're double booked or is it like 20 different weekends throughout the year? I, I don't think I have any double head. I did not want to do that. Uh, yeah. I did that a couple of times this year and, and it's a lot. And so, oh, I'm sure. um, yeah, so it's all just separate weekends, but my husband is a nurse in the ICU. And so he works every other weekend. And so it's kind of nice to plan around that. And yeah. that's a huge benefit of mm-hmm. owning your own business and working for yourself is you get to, yeah, you get to yeah, wow. coordinate your life as well around it. So. so if he's like an ICU nurse, you guys definitely had a couple stressful years. It sounds like <laughs> a little, <laughs> he actually, two of you. yeah, yeah. He moved to the ICU in February of this year. So he wasn't okay. in COVID when it was like crazy, crazy, but he right. is working with COVID patients quite often now. And, yeah. um, and he's so level-headed, he's so good at it. And so um, it's been really interesting to have kind of that insider view of what's yeah, going on in the hospitals, Seriously. But, yeah. Well, thank him for us for like all that, he, like for sticking with it. Yes. <laughs> the past yeah. Years of, yeah. For real. <laughs> I so will. I will. When you like, obviously there's something that is like driving you to continue to do this because you love it so yeah. much. And like yep. you put on all this planning time and, you know, all the details coming together. And then like when you get to the wedding itself, is there like a particular moment where you're like, oh, it's all working or like, or like yes. a favorite part of the wedding or that kind of stuff? Oh my gosh. Okay. So selfishly, my favorite, it's super selfish. My favorite <laughs> part of the wedding is getting to be aside from her dad or whoever's giving her away, getting to be mm-hmm. the last person with the bride before she goes mm-hmm. down the aisle. Yeah. And I love it's just 60 seconds that we get to just kind of like smile and share that excitement and we get to remind her to breathe and I get to fluff her dress. And it's just really special to me. And I, I've never not teared up at that moment. And so yeah. I just that, teared up hearing you say that. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just, because, it's just such an honor. Gosh, it, it, it truly is an honor. And mm-hmm. I remember when I was getting married, um, my, not my, our photographers, they, they kind of acted a little bit like day of coordinators. Um, and I just remember standing outside the chapel and I was with my dad and one of the photographers, it was mystery and Scott Williams. And, and mystery was like, you should smell your bouquet because every time you smell the flowers that are in your bouquet, you're going to come back to this moment. Mm. And so I tell all my brides that I I say like, Mm -hmm. sniff your bouquet and and (laughs) soak it in because you'll remember this moment because smell triggers memory. And it was just really special getting to be like with my dad, but also with mystery. Cause she, you know, helped make my dress pretty and yeah. really, uh, really calming. And so selfishly, that's my favorite part of the wedding. Um, but, but it, uh, it also is the part where I do feel like that's when everything comes together. So, right. Right. So when, when I'm working with my couples to build a timeline, I'll tell them, I'll, I'll prep them with this, this, uh, the preface that your day is kind of split into two. So the first half is you're getting ready half the setup and everyone's showing up to do their work. And, and that's when the timing is, is pretty important because it's such a domino effect. Um, I have a horror story of a wedding this last year where the uh, hair and makeup artists were an hour and a half late getting (gasps) done. 
And I, the whole time I thought it was the photographer like lagging behind and I'm like, yeah, you guys are supposed to be like done with bridal portraits right now. Why is this not happening? And they're like, hair and makeup is still going. <laughs> and so that pushed the ceremony. I mean, it literally affected the whole day. So oh that first goodness. half of the day is, is really important with the timing. But then mm-hmm. once you get the bride down the aisle and everyone's just seated and yeah. they've arrived and, like, and now... Yes. Um, and then you go into the second half of the day. And that's what I say is, is where the timeline turns into more of a, an order of events. So the flow of mm-hmm. the day and, mm-hmm. and I'm really big on keeping it organic and unforced and um, making it feel unplanned. Um, right. Right. Because if, you know, if a couple's in the middle of a conversation with Aunt Jenny, I'm not going to be like, guys, it's six o'clock. We need to do the first <laughs> dance, you know? And so and just keep it nice and organic. And there's a few things that I'll have to do throughout the reception. But for the most part, once everyone's down the aisle, that's when it feels like it's come together. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. And I wrote down, smell your bouquet. So that'll be um, a quote that we include. <laughs> yes. no, sniff the bouquet. <laughs> So I, um, I, we hear the difference between, or I hear the terms like day of coordinator and then wedding planner. And yeah. for a long time, I just kind of thought it was like the same thing, but yeah. they're two different things. Cause I checked yeah. at your website. So I have some homework <laughs> under my belt, but <laughs> our listeners don't. So can you tell us the difference between like the time commitment or the financial mm. investment or what they're asking for with a planner, as opposed to a coordinator, a day of coordinator? Yes. Gosh, it's so funny because I'll, there's been times where I've asked my Instagram audience, my followers, uh, <laughs> like, do you know the difference between the two of them? And, and every time I'm always shocked at, at how a majority of people don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so like part of my business that, that I'm really passionate about is educating people on that difference while also educating them on the absolute importance of a day of coordinator at the very least. And so, mm-hmm. so I think like the simplest and quickest way to explain the difference would be that your wedding coordinator coordinates the plans <laughs> that you created from your vision. And then a wedding planner makes the plans for your vision. Mm-hmm. So I would like, if you're a visual person, I would picture a a triangle. So it's a little bit of a trifecta when you have a wedding coordinator. So, so you picture your, your couple, you as the bride or the groom, you're at the top of the triangle. And then at one corner, you have your vendors, your, like all the people you've hired, all the elements that you're renting or bringing in. And then the other corner is your coordinator. So you're at the top and you're, you're talking with your vendors, you're communicating with them, you're working with them. And you're also communicating with your coordinator. So you're doing all that communication yourself. And then at some point, your coordinator and the vendors will communicate with each other. And that usually doesn't happen until, you know, like six weeks before the wedding when you're working on the timeline. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a trifecta there. Whereas with a planner, it's more linear. So you're at one point, your planner's in the middle and your vendors are on the other end. So as your wedding planner, they are the liaison between you and your vendors and all of the communication funnels through your planner to you. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm kind of educating people on what the main difference is and how do you know what's best for you? You know, if you're, if you're someone that is super busy, like maybe you have a, a crazy full-time job and then some, um, you're, you're both working a ton, you're traveling a ton. 
then a planner could be a really good option for you. Like, let's say you have this vision, like, oh, I want, you know, a springtime wedding with this and that. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the time to make it happen. Then a planner is a really good, a really, really good choice for you. Um, Whereas a coordinator is just a good choice for everybody. (laughs) Like everybody needs a wedding (laughs) coordinator, period. No arguments about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I think um, some venues offer like the day of coordinator, like you can, mm-hmm. um, you know, it. I don't want to say like it comes with, but like for an additional price, yeah. you can have somebody there to kind of like go through the flow. But I think the um, the weddings that I've been at, you can totally tell a difference between the weddings that have the day of coordinator and then those who don't because yeah. there's somebody yeah. like the bride is becomes the go-to person, right? Yes. It, when there's not a coordinator and then people are coming to her with like all the questions or where do you want this? Or so-and-so's late or the, and it's like, it just, yeah. that alone is worth, <laughs> I feel like right? day of order, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> yes. Like, leave me alone. This Like, this is not my job for the day. Yes. Yeah. And, and like when I, my wedding morning, I will never forget. It was, it was horrible. Like it was nobody's fault. It was actually my fault. I forgot to tell my, my mom and my sister who were going to be spearheading the setup and the decorating. And they were mm-hmm. going to be, uh, basically like managing the aunts and uncles that showed up to help. Um, <laughs> I forgot to tell them that I purchased an extra hour for the morning. And so oh. I show up and I was like, why are my mom and sister not here? And so I had to go and and basically tell everyone how the setup was supposed to look. And oh no. unfortunately the venue, um, how you were saying, like some venues will offer it for an additional price or, yeah, uh, which I'll touch on that in a second. But the gal that was managing it for the day, like she was horrible. <laughs> she, like oh she was like, goodness. oh, are you the bride? Um, so you need to get this over there and that over there. And um, I mean, it was, it was so stressful. And throughout the whole day, I had people coming in like, Hey, where's this supposed to go? And Oh no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I right? have to put on the makeup. Okay. Yeah. That is my priority. Yeah. I need to look I want campaign. <laughs> Just let me drink. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, uh, and, and that's, I think a good thing that you brought up that there are venues that offer a, a person mm-hmm. and, um, I <laughs> just a person, a person, exactly. A and, and it's, it's not to knock on them, but people <laughs> mistake a venue coordinator yep. for a day of coordinator mm-hmm. and a venue coordinator is literally there to coordinate anything that pertains to the venue. They're not yeah. They're not stepping in like a coordinator three months before yeah. your wedding to do a yeah. logistics consultation to. And like you just touched on like this coordinator at your venue didn't know that you're the bride. So that's like an important part. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> she didn't know who I was. Didn't know you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there is, I mean, there's a very big difference between a venue coordinator mm-hmm. and a wedding coordinator. Um, but I mean, I, I, I just firmly believe that anyone that is having a wedding needs a day of coordinator at the very yeah. least. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just posted a reel the other day and, and I've gotten a couple like snarky comments about it because I'll look it up later. Okay. Oh yeah, do it. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, uh, I'm going to be totally honest. I deleted one. Cause I'm like, I just don't want to argue. Like I'm just, yes. go Sometimes away. you need to do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, and it's talking about how, when a couple has a budget of like, I mean, it could be 10,000, 15,000 plus mm-hmm. dollars. And they're like, mm, but I still don't have room in the budget for a day of coordinator. And I can make fun of that because I was that bride. By the yeah. time I realized I needed one, um, they told me the price was 1500 And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm right. out. Right. And 
And like, you would never spend 15 grand on something and not insure it and not do anything you could to, to make sure it was taken care of. Right. And then people Ooh, insure it. I love that. Yes. Right. So like yeah. there's an insurance agent in me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you want to drop, like, when are you ever going to spend this much money in this period of time? Right. Like, maybe right. when you buy a house, buy a car. I don't even like, I don't know. Yeah. Big vacation, yeah. but you're going to insure it. And so people will drop all this money on a wedding and then be like, oh no, it'll all come together. And it's, it's just not how it works. Like, right. It's right. Just not. Yeah. yeah. And so. I think, um, uh, it's becoming more common because I'm seeing it more with my own brides of like the okay. day of coordinator and also wedding planners. So that's encouraging, you know what I mean? And I, and there are so many yes. brides who we just kind of assume that when people get married, they're excited to plan their wedding and that's not the case or they are yeah. excited, but they're like, we literally don't know where to start. So right. a long-term, okay, not d- the wedding planner, I think is helpful for more people than we initially would think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there are so many details and I love how you said like, yeah, it's fun to plan a wedding, but then you're also working or you have these other things on your plate where it's like, yeah. especially now. And I, I think this is going to be the case for the next couple of years. Like our timeline for like, I know even for ordering wedding gowns, right. When you purchase mm-hmm. a gown, right. The right. Turnaround town, the turnaround time used to be like four to six months. And now the delivery is like nine to 12 months. You know, like the time yeah, the timeline totally changes. So yeah. to have somebody in like the wedding world who knows the timelines and you're not right. going to miss any deadlines, you're going to get everything ordered in time. I don't know. I just think that's so valuable. So right. Right. Yeah. There's, there are a lot of moving parts and life doesn't stop happening when you plan your wedding. Like we all think <laughs> it's this rainbow and butterflies, like this amazing time in our life where we get to look at tablecloths and, <laughs> and like smell the flower. No, like life still happens and things can really suck during wedding planning. And, and it's just, it's not supposed to be a time of your life that is stressful. And right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so like my number one rule to all my brides is I'm like, if it's something that stresses you out and doesn't bring you joy, leave it out of your plans. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah. And yeah. And and yeah. with like with the with the coordinator or planner, one thing I want to touch on is is uh like I had a comment on this reel, right? And she was like, Well, I'm not I'm not gonna drop five thousand dollars to pay for my wedding or to pay for a wedding planner when I already have other vendors that I have to pay for. And I was like, that's, that's absolutely fair. A wedding planner isn't for everyone. But one thing to think about is when you're paying for a coordinator or a planner, you're not necessarily like adding to your budget to pay for these people. You're just reallocating that money elsewhere because mm-hmm. a wedding planner and even a coordinator, because they're, they are there. A good coordinator will be available as a resource throughout your planning mm-hmm. process. Um, they can help you take your vision, but do it not, not cheaper, like not in a cheap way, but they can say, Oh, you really love that. I know this person or this company that offers it. That's really great, cheaper price. So they can almost in the long run, save you money. Um, or at least like make up that difference that, that you would be having to pay for them to do it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Or they know like renting options rather than like purchase options. Cause how many brides like purchase all these decorations and it's like, it, you know, Right. The list goes on of things that are yeah. purchased that like you're not going to keep. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, we all have friends who like to plan weddings, you know? Yes, we do. <laughs> so, what <laughs> would you say <laughs> to a bride who would rather, you know, pay her friend to plan the wedding or she has mm. a friend who's offering and 
you know, she'd rather go that route than pay a professional. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I, people have asked me this and it's so hard to answer because like, I know earlier I was that friend that was like, Hey, I want to plan your wedding. <laughs> um, or at least coordinate it. I don't plan it. Yeah. But, so I, I mean, I think first and foremost, I would tell people, if you have a friend that is stepping up and saying, Hey, let me plan your wedding. Um, they're very brave and very kind, but just like you don't need to hire a friend to plan your wedding. That's what your bridesmaids and your maid of honor are for. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everybody needs a planner. But if you have a friend that's stepping up and saying, hey, I'll coordinate your wedding, then I would first look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I a very uptight, controlling bride that doesn't want anything to go wrong? Or am mm-hmm. I super chill and like, I don't care if things don't go as planned. You know, like if you have really high expectations for your wedding, then I would politely decline that offer and, and hire. I love that. If you have high expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because like for, for me, um, Eli and Rachel, the very first couple that I, that I coordinated for my friends there, they were super relaxed, like very Mm -hmm. relaxed. And it was, it was a pretty relaxed, simple wedding. And so I think she felt confident enough in how she planned it to just hand it over to a stranger. And yeah, yeah. It. Um, so if you have someone that's like trying to jumpstart their business, then, then that's something to consider. But I think ultimately bottom line, politely decline the offer and just hire a professional because yeah. like when you, when you have a friend or family member offer to coordinate your wedding for you. Um, and again, I'm speaking from experience because I asked my sister to coordinate it and and she's chief of staff for a uh, state representative in, in Texas. So she's like, she's a boss. And, yeah. <laughs> and if there's anyone I could trust to do it, it'd be her. But what happens is your friend or family member has a gajillion other obligations on the wedding day yep. and they want to be a part of the celebration. So they're going to be you know, drinking some wine, mingling with friends. They're not going to be watching their clock to make sure that, that things are starting on time. Right. Um, yeah maybe they have to be in family photos. Well, like <laughs> then that means that they're pulled away for 20 minutes yeah. and they're missing everything that's happening. Yeah. At, say the reception. And, and I think like the, the biggest difference between a friend and a professional coordinating your wedding is, um, the emotional connection. Like yes. if, if I'm coordinating my best friend, Rachel's wedding, like I am going to want to make sure that it's absolutely perfect. And so I'm going to be checking in with her like, Hey, Rach, is this what you want? Are you okay if I do this? And, and yeah. I won't have that confidence in making the the executive decisions. Whereas a professional, like they've walked with you for X amount of months or mm-hmm. weeks. Like for me personally, I start working with my couples three months before if they're just hiring me for day of coordinating. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm walking with them this whole time really learning the ins and outs of their plans, but also who they are as, as people. So I know how to best serve them on the wedding day and make those decisions. So they don't have to, right. Um, Yeah. There's just like my number one, my number one obligation is you, the couple to make sure your day goes as planned. Um, whereas a friend, you know, they they want to party, like they want to celebrate. They're going to be drinking. (laughs) They're going to be talking and right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's and just I think different. one of the things that you want to pass on to your coordinator is the difficult things, 
the difficult people, um, the people who are in a mood, you know, if you have a family member who's very uptight. And so (laughs) hiring somebody who's skilled and hiring that professional, they are there to take care of those difficult situations or if a vendor doesn't show up on time or, or, um, but I I feel like, you know, weddings can bring out the best and worst in some people and you just don't, and even like in alterations, we see that too, you know, like the bride's fine, but there are other people with her at the appointments Mm. that it's like, oh gosh. And so you're to put that on somebody who's inexperienced or to put it on a friend, I feel like, do you really trust them to take care of that overbearing family member or that, you know, unfortunately drunk guest or something and you, you're trusting them to take care of it. So you don't have to think about it. And I don't know, I feel like friends or people who are unfamiliar with that, like professional way to address the situation, I think that can be an issue. And that's you know? it's such it's such a good point because even going back to like if I were coordinating my best friend's wedding, like even though I'm gonna love the groom because like he's loving my best friend, I'm like my best friend is still gonna be my number one. And right. so if anything happens on like the groom side, you know what I, I don't know how to right. best explain that on the spot, but it, it's like my attention will be a little bit divided. Yes. And a little yeah. bit more geared towards my best friend, you know, mm-hmm. where whereas as the coordinator, like I I'm equally invested in both the, both parts of the couple and, and I understand their family dynamics. I mean, that is something I ask them, like, yeah, tell me like, are you like, are your parents together? Are they divorced? What, what does your family dynamic look like? What do we yeah. need to avoid? Um, That's and, perfect. And it's, it's huge. Cause I don't think I've had a single wedding where there isn't some kind of family drama or yeah. I haven't had. Yeah. <laughs> So when you were like going back to that year where it was like your portfolio year and you had a bunch of like uh, free off or I shouldn't say free, but yes, the gift that you gave to these couples, (laughs) um, were there any situations where they were like huge learning curves for you? Like, did you have to tackle any difficult circumstances that, you know, then kind of added value to what you provided or, I mean, yes. You're like, where do I begin actually? (laughs) Yeah. Like trying to look back at, I mean, like truly every single wedding offered something new. Like I I think of this one where the dad, I think was paying for most everything, like the, the dad of the bride. Mm -hmm. And, and so like he, he shows up and he has his really high expectations. Um, and there was something that didn't get, or like the bride didn't purchase corsages for all of the women. Like it was just her Mm -hmm. mom and her parents Mm -hmm. were divorced. And so dad had his new wife there. And and so it was my fault that there wasn't a corsage for the new wife and it, and Mm -hmm. how dare I not have that communicate. So, so it's learning to navigate that kind of conversation. Cause you don't want to say, well, your daughter didn't buy it for her. <laughs> you can't throw the bride under the bus. And so learning how to navigate that conversation oh, without pointing yes. fingers and placing blame. Um, and like, I think the number one, okay, not number one, but a huge lesson that I've <laughs> learned is, and, it, and it started in that portfolio year um, is, is set up expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, actually the same wedding, the same wedding they purchased just like, I think they wiped Costco out of cheese and meat and crackers. Like there was so (laughs) much cheese and they wanted these two massive, like charcuterie tables and just like all this stuff cut up and put on plates. And, 
Which, you know, Tema, and- that would like literally be my dream meal. Just like yeah, the, the right? table of cheese. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that part sounds good. I'm still waiting think, for it to get bad. <laughs> I think that was my dinner last night, like leftover cheese and meat from Thanksgiving. Um, but, you know, like, like silly me being brand new, I just, I assumed that, that she would have had people lined up to cut the cheese, put it on yeah. plate, and she didn't. And so we get to cocktail hour and all this cheese. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I'm like cutting the cheese and putting <laughs> it on plates and, and trying to make it look pretty. And I mean, it, it was, it wasn't a disaster, but in my head, it was a disaster. Cause I'm You're sweating. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so, and so, um, what I really learned is that you can never assume anything. Mm-hmm. You, you, and oh, so that's so great. Yes. Can't assume it. And so I am a firm believer on over communication. And, um, you know, when I was first starting out, I had a friend tell me like, you know, you're being a little too hands-on. You're, you're really going to regret that you're going to burn out. And I kind of took offense to that. Cause I was like, no, this is how I am. Like, I believe in this. I believe this is a good quality, but it also made me nervous. And, and to put it plainly, I, I didn't take that advice and I stayed with my, my way of communicating over communication is key. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that completely sets me apart from a lot of other coordinators or planners in the area, because I've been affirmed in that by other vendors yeah. and by my couples. And, and I think that's the key to making a day go so smoothly is just word vomit on everybody that's listening, <laughs> tell them all the things about wedding planning and the plans <laughs> that are coming up. And, uh, yeah. Oh man. Cause the times that you don't, you're cutting cheese for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. So, so do you have a favorite memory of, okay, that is a good one of where you kind of like <laughs> save the day with the cheese, but is there a moment where like you did something that like maybe the couple didn't even know that you were doing and like you saved the wedding and they didn't know. And I don't know, are you kind of fun? memory yeah. like that. Or maybe like an embarrassing one. I'm sure there's plenty of those out there in the wedding oh, world. Like an embarrassing, um, Okay, it doesn't have to be embarrassing, but is there like a, a wedding moment that really stands out? You're like, oh, this is awesome. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, they, like I think every wedding, there has been a story where something has happened behind the scenes and yes. take care of it, which is, which is awesome. But I think, um, and maybe this isn't the most like pizzazzy and exciting answer, but my favorite wedding memory, um, was this wedding I had last May and, and it, it just, they, they talk about your ideal client. Um, when you're mm-hmm. starting a business, they say like, you know, build your avatar, your ideal client, like down to, to what she likes to do and what she likes to eat and yeah. all these things. And, and, um, so my bride, Sydney, like she, she is my ideal client. She was just such a joy to work with. And, um, they had the biggest wedding party I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I think it was like 22, 21 people. And they were like, we know it's big, but these are our best friends. And like, we, like, you can't have one without the other. And, and so I was like, okay, okay. Like I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but when the wedding day came, it like every single thing about that day was, was so genuine and authentic. And there was so much love and the bride had lost her dad a couple years before really unexpectedly. And, and, so just the way that they honored him in the day, I mean, mm-hmm. it, I cried multiple times wow. and everything about it was just, was beautiful. And, and she also gave me free reign to decorate some things. And she showed me this picture of her, um, 
of her cake table. She's like, this is what I really want my cake table to look like, but I don't have a few of these elements. And so Mm -hmm. I worked with the florist and I said, Hey, do you have extra greenery? Like, do you think we can make this happen? And, and so she made it happen. We decorated it like to a T and Sydney came out and was like, are you kidding me? Like, it was just so shocked that her dream cake table came to life. (gasps) I mean, it, it just, I don't really know how to, I'm still trying to like process this wedding, but it was just so moving and like everything about it was just mm-hmm. love and it was genuine and, and it was well-planned. <laughs> so like <laughs> you only hired me for day of coordinating, but, but like I take <laughs> what she did and how she prepped for the wedding. And like, that's my standard now. Yeah. And I yeah. tell people like you box things up where they go and you take them out of the packaging and it, wow. it just, yeah. I don't know everything about it from start to finish working with them the whole wedding day. It just, it's really stuck with me. And, wow. and that's well, congratulations, kind of Sydney. I mean, that is, <laughs> it's, you're still thinking about that wedding. So <laughs> yeah, like a year, it'll be years until I ever stop thinking about it, but um, awesome. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, to just, her. it's so cool to be a part of such a special day. Um, and to, yeah, yeah. yeah and to play such an important role. So it, it's an yeah. honor. I don't take it lightly. Okay. So we've heard a lot from you of different, you know, tips from coordinators, the difference between day of coordinators and then wedding planners. Uh, but what is one final tip that you'd give to brides who are contemplating hiring a planner or coordinator? If you had to like, um, all bring it down to one final tip. Yes. Yeah. I, I would just encourage people to remember and not remember, but recognize that if you, if you know, you want to hire a coordinator, um, do it sooner than later, because mm-hmm. like I said earlier, if, if you get a really good one, you will have this resource in your back pocket throughout your entire planning process. So, yeah. like, you know, I have, I have a few couples that have booked me for just day of coordinating, but I, I get emails from them every couple of weeks, like, Hey, quick question on this. Can you help me? And I'm more than happy to, because like, that's, that's what I'm here for, you know? Mm-hmm. And so do it sooner than later, but also recognize that aside from your photographer, probably your wedding coordinator or wedding planner will be the person you spend so much time with. And Mm -hmm. so don't get caught up in a pretty looking Instagram feed. Don't get caught up in all of the badges of like, Oh, we won the knots best of wedding and, and all this stuff. Um, take time to have conversations with people and get to know their personality. Um, Mm -hmm. because if you, have a conversation with someone that has a beautiful Instagram feed and they've won all these awards, but they didn't really make you feel comfortable on your initial consultation. Like don't, that's not the person you want to hire. Right. Um, yeah. Find someone that you really jive with and that you, you can mesh well with in personalities. Oh, um, that's so true. Yeah. Because, because if you feel unsettled with somebody, you don't want that feeling of insecurity, like on your wedding day, like right, do they like me. Right. I don't know. <laughs> do, uh, yeah. 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 Like oh, <laughs> that's like so true. Know, it's I worth am. that consult. It's like go yeah. with your gut. Yep. <sighs> go with your gut. Yeah. Do the initial consults. Don't just like one and done it. I mean, sometimes right. that, that works, but um, yeah, take your time in finding that person and, and don't get caught up in just social media presence. Cause I know we all know be very deceitful, yeah, very <laughs> deceitful. It's all about yes. the personality. So, so where can we find you on Instagram? You do have a really pretty Instagram and you are like the best at reels. I love your reels. And I was like, Oh, there's a new one. And they're so funny. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Reels are so, I'm telling you, I, I avoided reels for so long, but when I started posting <laughs> 
um, my series of like wedding planning do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. I think that's where like more than half of my weddings for next year came from. Like my business, like inquiries just shot through the roof and I'm like, oh shoot, this does yeah. work. <laughs> like, you started something. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's super <laughs> fun. I love doing the planning do's and don'ts. I'm, I'm brewing some uh, maid of honor do's and don'ts. Like Ooh, perfect. Do's and don'ts, so we're mm-hmm. going to keep going, but you can I find me on, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at evergreen wedding planning. And then uh, my, my website's and evergreenwedding.com. And you can read all about services. I I have a blog there that I don't maintain. So you can just ignore that for now. They're (laughs) difficult to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) We Um, all have good blog intentions. Yes. (laughs) The intentions there. That's what counts. Well, Lacey, thank you so much. I cannot wait for our listeners to uh, just gain from all of your knowledge. And I did too. I was like, okay, now I feel like I know (laughs) I can answer more questions because I have brides who, you know, ask me about div coordinators and I'm like, oh, so now I feel like I can answer all their questions. So thank you, Lacey. And have a great uh, 2022. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate (laughs) you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks everyone.